the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. I am so excited because my Christian brother, Joe Carney, is back with us and sharing his testimony from the abyss of addiction to walking with the Lord on this adventure of recovery and healing. Joe, welcome back. Thanks, Terry. Good to be here. Joe, last week we ended this meeting, and you shared you have 19 years of recovery. Right. Again, there's someone listening, Joe, that can't get 19 days, 19 minutes. What's the difference? What are you doing that they're not doing? I had to seek recovery with all my heart and with all my soul, and that meant I had to come to God. Uh, The only way that I could truly do that was to... uh, be totally broken down, I think, in, in mind and spirit, and to seek him at that level. And I was blessed to have people around me uh, that, I, that I came in contact with in the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous that were very strong in their faith and in their walk, and they introduced me to Christ. And I became uh, familiar with with Christ through these people, and they had a lot of uh, service work that they did, and I went along with them and worked in soup kitchens and in halfway houses and in street ministry and as a young Christian. And it made a big, big, big impression on me. Amen. You said that you had people helping you. Because they helped you because you were in their presence. You went for help. You went to meetings, right? Oh, yeah. These people that are feeling helpless and hopeless, they need to go to meetings. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't get well alone. I mean, we have to be in the communion of other addicts and alcoholics in recovery and people that are growing spiritually. Um people that uh, can help us live our lives uh, in a way that we've never lived before. Uh, For myself, I know that I had no real true God consciousness um, prior to uh, coming to that spiritual awakening. And it was through that and through constant um, communication and just constant fellowship with people of faith that I tended to grow and, and, and come to the understanding that I needed this on a daily basis. It says in the big book, our recovery is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of a spiritual condition. And what I mean by that is I don't have spirituality. I seek it Amen. on a daily basis because I've read that spirituality, once you say you've got it, you lost it. It's something we seek on a daily basis basis. Amen. And that's how we grow through that. That's when powerful. We're seeking, seeking that spirituality. Same thing with humility. We talk about humility in the steps. 
Um, I'll start with I'll start with the steps. Just my understanding. The first step, my life was unmanageable. Based on Joe's will, it was very unmanageable. You know, until I came into that understanding that I needed to be part of God's will, um, I was. Uh, I was hopelessly un- unmanageable. Let, and, me, let, let me back up a second. You're starting on the steps. Right. These steps are spiritual instructions from God that we must apply to our lives to recover and heal, right? Correct. So your first step is you accepted the fact you couldn't get clean and sober on your own. No. No, I was powerless over filling the blank. and And that was what I came to understand. And the second step that I never really looked at positively, coming to believe. I had to come to believe. In order to come to believe, I had to be at that point where I knew deep down in my knower that there was something greater than me. And I came to that understanding and knowledge that if I followed that and and looked, sought that wisdom, that I would have sanity back in my life. And the third step, which I never even looked at. It said right in the book, it said the entire success of your program depends on how well you turn your life and your will over to the care of God as you understand him. And how do we understand him? I understand him as the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And and for me, I had to be willing to turn my will over to his will. And for years, it was Joe's will, you know. And that's the biggest problem I think I had through my entire life, was uh, thinking I knew better than God, thinking that I was God, and I, that I had all the answers, when in truth and in fact, I don't have all the answers. And sometimes today, I don't even have all the questions. But We tell ourselves, I got this, right? Right. And we don't have anything. No. And I mean, things are going good, and we think, look what I did, you know, when in truth and in fact, it was all God coming through us the whole time. Step four. Step four. Uh, my sponsor was real um, on me to make sure that we did that. And and he gave me real good instructions on that because, again, there was uh, so much self-justification in, you know, in my life that, um, you know, if you had my life, you would drink and use too. And What is step four? Well, step four was uh, a searching, fearless, and thorough uh, moral inventory. And I had to take a look at everything that I've done from when I was a kid all the way through all my negatives and uh, you know because I grew up in a neighborhood where we all got uh, together we were you know uh, honor among thieves somewhat and uh, that's what we were and um, you know the problem with uh, addiction is a lot of time it brings criminality along with it and I had to look at all that and, and the criminal thinking and and the mindset that I believed I was justified in doing what I did when in fact I wasn't and so my sponsor he he got me to sit down with him and he said go get a chair out of the other room so I got a chair we brought it in sat it down he said that's God I'll sit here and you sit there and we got it all out. And um, when I was done, he had me burn it in the sink, and uh, I left there that day with a new purpose. And this is, a, 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 again, a, a renewing. It's all renewing. And um, 
and I moved on to the sixth step and the seventh step. And people talk about shortcomings and character defects are the same thing. Um, it's just sin. It's sin. Yeah, and they didn't want to use that word sin. or use the same word, right? And I heard a good definition. Uh, a brother of ours that, that used to come to our meeting on Saturday, Psalms Victor passed away god rest his soul he called sin self-inflicted nonsense and if there was ever a definition for sin it was that and uh overcoming that sin was definitely um out of my control i knew it had to come i had to be willing that's where my part come in but god had to be the one i had to have all his help he had to put people places and things in my path that i would see and know and continue to to work on those things because of that. And he also tells us we need to get rid of some people, places, and things, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I had to accept because I know for years there were some people that I just wanted to help that uh, weren't wanting to be helped, right. you know. And uh, I had to accept that these people I couldn't be around because they were just going to pull me down in the yeah. eventual and uh what about step eight uh step eight that was hard um i had to make some amends by by letter to a lot of people uh some people that i had seen in person that i was able to make amends to i did um it's never easy but it's worth it and we do what we can you know step eight is rectifying our wrongs right to those we've harmed right right and that's not easy as you said no. And then step nine gets a little harder. Well, yeah, it's making amends. It's actual right. amends to people except when to do so would injure them or others. And I had some people in that category, so I had to write letters. I had some people that passed away. What I did was I wrote a letter and went to the grave. Amen. And um, that was powerful. But I was able to do that with my first wife. Amen. Step 10. Step 10 is, is they call the maintenance steps. Uh, it's the first of three, step 10, 11, and 12. And continuing to take a personal inventory at night, uh, we try to keep a quick accounts, you know. quick Keep quick accounts with the Lord um, and get before him and, and, and repent and, and uh, be forgiving, you know. Be forgiving for from, from myself, for others, and uh, and to move on. Step 11 is seeking to continue doing his will. You have 19 years of recovery and healing. I have over 30, but we need to continue seeking his will for our lives because if we don't do his will, we're going to mess it up. That's this, yeah, that's the spiritual condition that I talked about that we seek daily. We have to continue to seek that spiritual condition, which would be his will for us that day. And the last step. What's the last step? Uh, step step twelve can uh, to um, service. Ser- yeah, service is, is definitely uh, step twelve um, to practice these principles in all our affairs and and to help the other addict or alcoholic. And I can't think of any other way than bringing in meetings, um, talking to people. Uh, I do some some street ministry now, but not as much as I used to. Um, basically, just being there for the other addict and alcoholic. Folks, I mentioned this earlier that Joe is a 
powerful soldier in God's army, and that's what he's talking about. He's serving God by helping others, right, Joe? Amen. What do we say in recovery? To keep what we have— We have to give it away. We have to give it away. Joe, you've given it away. I hope. Joe, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Folks, Joe's life wasn't easy, but now he's out servicing, helping other people, people like you that are suffering, that feel helpless and hopeless. Joe, end this meeting. Tell them, give them a hope shot. God isn't through with you. God isn't through with you. There's a purpose and a plan for your life. Continue to seek him. Continue to seek help. Don't ever give up on yourself because God hasn't. Amen. Joe, thanks for being with us. You've been a blessing. Thank you. Folks, next week, we're going to continue unwrapping these spiritual gifts that are found in the 12 steps of recovery that Joe just expounded on. So you don't want to miss next week's meeting. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.